What is up, Daves? It's Saturday, and you know what that means. You're watching the number one conservative podcast in Nevada. We are a free speech organization. Check us out on Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, YouTube, Spotify, Video, only for the good guys like Joe Rogan and I. Uh, Not for Johnny Brew. Not allowed on video on Spotify. I wonder why. Uh, Facebook, streaming live. If you're here right now on streaming live, Facebook and you're watching, paalive.us will bring you right into the Zoom meeting. You want to tell me I'm an asshole? Uh, You want to tell me that I said something that's not true? Then, uh, by all means. You want to bury your opponents or your enemies? paalive.us. Burn it down. Yeah, buddy. I got notes. You know that. Oh, uh, I fucking, last week, right after the show, or Sunday, very refreshing, uh, Johnny Brew actually had somebody on that I cared about, uh, kind of a woo peddler of a different variety, instead of a Christian warrior candidate, a dude who's talking about uh, expanding the cranial or nasal cavity of people with autism and facial injuries to open up their breathing so they can, uh, you know have more oxygen to their brains and uh, using uh, mushrooms and stuff like that as therapy. So, uh, yeah, he's been a USC chiropractor and all this stuff. Uh, I don't know why he would be running for office. I guess you don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but 
Uh, that was an interesting interview from Johnny Bruce. So I don't want to, you know, before I start burying people, I do want to put somebody over. That was, that was awesome. Um, speaking of burying people, I did an interview on Grabbit TV like over a week ago. I may have mentioned it last week, or maybe I decided not to because I was going to wait for it to come out, but I did it on like last Friday or Thursday. And just like everything I do with other people... It's gone. I ain't seen it yet. I'm sure Michelle's still editing or whatever, but good Lord. Yeah, I think I did talk about it because I talked about the process. Well, the process continues. Meanwhile, we just go live. It's all good. But anyway, yeah, I was going to say grab it and spread it because that's Michelle's uh, TV uh, operation there. Grab it. I was talking to somebody else about how she could streamline that shit. I don't know. Whatever, man. You can't tell people how to do this stuff. You know what I mean? They, they do it their own way and shit. Sherman does his shit his way. Ken does his shit his way. Brew does his shit his way. And Ian does stuff. Uh, dates for upcoming convention. PAALive.us to fill in the social calendar. So if you want to, if you're a member of an organization that wants to let me know when the convention or any of that stuff is, I know there's an email here, Platform Committee Success and County Convention, March 19th. Okay, so March 19th, that's all I know. If somebody from the county wants to call in and give us any kind of details beyond that, paalive.us. Um, I promise if you don't call in, I won't imply that you are Fucking someone else who doesn't call in, though. I'll get this. Get that straight. You know, I might ask you an in, a, a uncomfortable question or two, but I won't do any of that stuff. Okay. Uh, Jesse, stop talking to me. Anybody want to promote an upcoming fucking date? Ian Bain is running for Nye Dogcatcher. That's mean. You got to just clear out the notes, though. There's this thing... Um, I mean, it's like I was on a Ian Bain sucks uh, kick, and I was looking at his Twitter or trying to find him on Twitter. And uh, let's see, Phil Robertson of Duck Dynasty is Rosa Parks of our generation. That was that was one of his tweets. And then apparently he was losing his mind about new Hershey speed limit is idiotic. I will change it back. And there's like a bunch of grammatical errors and like. Yeah, it's silly. You can look it up. Ian Bain's a goof. I'm not going to yeah, pull that stuff up and look, put it up on the screen. Susie Lee yeah, on Twitter had this bizarre... Let me find this. On the Twitter. That Johnny has some nice hair. Oh, from the video? Yeah, I, I make nice little uh, production. It's, where's my Twitter, damn it? I was going to pull up the Susie Lee bullshit. It's hilarious. Twitter, come on. Where is it? Oh, it's from the PA. I'm on the wrong I'm on the wrong account. That's that'll do it. Switch to that one. Let's go.
All right, I don't know. Fuck all this. Anyway, Susie Lee, if you look it up, she was walking. She was out walking with um, another person knocking on doors. She had a 9-11 mask on, even though it's February. She had this giant ring. It was fucking huge. I think it was on her right hand. If the, if the photo wasn't inverted, uh, it looked like, I don't know, I'm not nerd enough to know which Avenger, which fucking, you know, um, which ring from the fucking Avengers bullshit is the red one. But it could be that one or it could have poison in it. God knows. And she's looking all veiny and shit. Apparently she got divorced recently and has been uh, hitting the gym. Uh, the person that's with her walking has probably not been to the gym in a while. All right, I got this. I get these emails. I'm trying. I'm trying to clip the picture so I can read them. Um, did I do that? Like, start a you know file with like fucking notes so I can read this stuff. Yeah, here we go. Because then I can actually show it to you. I won't show you those tweets. So who gives a shit what Ian Bain tweeted and deleted? Oh no. Okay. Yeah, I'll pull it right onto the screen, cause cause I will. Do 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 do. It's like news. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Can I get rid of this or no? Nah. No. That's awesome. Can I can I drag it somewhere else? All right. Well, I mean, shit, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know how to do computers. There's probably somebody screaming, like, all you got to do is click the thing. Well, there it goes. All right, I did it. So this is from, I don't know, uh, Keystone, maybe? Oh, Stronger Nevada Pack. Stronger Nevada Pack is Hutchison. Mark Hutchison. Uh, we strongly believe these races are lean Republican or toss-up. Those things should be in quote. Lean Republican and toss-up are both phrases that should be put into quotes. And give Republicans... An excellent opportunity to win both legislative chambers, said PAC Chairman Mark Hutchison. We will, we will evaluate new races as they develop and expect to add potentially more targets to our list over the course of the cycle. I will be fully engaged and involved in Nevada elections this cycle. We have assembled a great team at Stronger Nevada, which I believe will lead the way to a Republican majority in Nevada. Stronger Nevada PAC spent $2.5 million in 2020 helping conservatives win seven elections. It has already hit that fundraising mark for the 2022 cycle. Target races. Senate District 8, Marilyn Dundero Loop. Senate 9, Melanie Scheibel. Scheibel! Uh, Senate District 12, open. If you're in Senate 12, get after it. Assembly District 1, Daniel Monroe Moreno. I live in that district. Holler at me, Mark Hutchison. Maybe uh maybe I'll go to maybe I'll get in the ring one more time. Holy shit. It's Eddie Hamilton. He's gonna yell at me. Oh man, where'd my little screen go that I had? That I was reading. Eddie, if you don't have video, I swear to god I'm gonna kick you out. Okay. See? I ran him off. Anyway, uh, Daniel Moreno, Daniel Monroe Moreno. I'll, I'll run against her. What do I got to lose? Everything? My new career? I'm kidding. I'm not going to run. Can't do that. Sorry, fuckers. 
find another schmuck in Assembly One, and I'll back him with my uh, with my awesome podcast. Uh, let's see, Assembly District Five: Brittany Miller. Assembly District Nine: Steve Yeager. Assembly Twelve: Susie Martinez. Assembly Twenty-One: Elaine Marzola. Assembly 29, Leslie Cohen, and Assembly 35, Michelle Gorlo. So, hey, if you want help in AD1, hit me up, and I will low-key underground help you with your campaign. Unless you hire somebody, unless you hire Sherman Ray. Well, fuck. I mean, you're going to have to take Mark Hutchison money, too. So, stay away from me. Get in there. Get in there and run for Assembly 1, please, somebody. I won't tell anybody that I support you, but I will support you. All right, let's get rid of that. I guess Eddie boned out. It's fine. Because I want people with cameras. Check my comments here, just in case. Whoop. I forgot how this works. Oh, cool. Jennifer Fozzie's listening now. I wasn't going to say anything about Jennifer today, but, uh, hi. <laughs> what did I do with that stupid file I just had open? There it is. I closed it. Yeah, what's this? Keystone Corporation. I got into, I got into it with somebody because, uh, they were upset that the Keystone Corporation didn't invite all the gubernatorial candidates to their annual breakfast. And where's Joey Gilbert? But what we had to explain, what a bunch of us explained, and maybe I wasn't so nice when I explained it, but, uh, you know, I just just laid it out. Like, Keystone Corporation thinks that they're kingmakers. If your candidate isn't on their list of people they take seriously, then your candidate is quite possibly uh, a joke or just in over their head and should run down ballot. These five people right here are who Keystone Corporation is going to put money behind and they think that they are kingmakers. They think that they pick winners. So this is, this is who they've, they've selected. As there are five. And if you're Barack Silberberg or Eddie Hamilton or Joey Gilbert, sorry. It's, it's their fucking club. You know what I mean? They're also not going to let me emcee the fucking thing. And if I said I was going to run for governor, I wouldn't be allowed in there either. Y'all haven't filed. Y'all haven't raised any fucking money. You have, you have nothing. You have, like, no social media numbers to show. Nothing. You know what I mean? So this, some of these guys have run for office before, guys and, and Michelle. Uh, have all, the, all these people have been elected before are, or have an ass load of money, or both. If you have neither, you are delusional. I appreciate silly people that run for office, but they need to. I mean, I'm a silly person who's run for office, you know? And in a silly way, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, hey, you know, fucking... I know I'm not going to win, but, you know, get my, some of my you know, stuff out there. It was weed at the time. 
trying trying to get the the laws fixed, but I never thought I was going to win after the first time. I was like, oh, this is silly. This this shit is rigged. Goofballs like me don't get in. And even if I did, I probably would have like sold out. So no big deal. Uh Oh yeah, I see a lot of people talking. I don't like to talk about national stuff and world shit, but I mean it's kind of the same thing. Like I see a lot of motherfuckers talking about uh, what what ought to go on, you know, over wherever the fuck. And uh, let, let me just tell you, quit being a pussy and calling for our people to do the shit. All right, Europe needs to take care of the shit, and you need to join the. Ukrainian Marines, if you have some sort of fucking feels about this shit, like you think that fucking Ukraine is like some bastion of of freedom and democracy over there. I mean, if anything, you know, I told my wife I may have to go to Finland or Sweden or Switzerland. I don't know. Don't don't, yeah, don't, don't geography test me right now. But anyway, one of the one of the S S lands and and you know one of the S countries and and Finland. I may, in order to protect, uh, you know, our, our brothers and sisters in Finland, have to go over there. Now, my son says that the girls in Ukraine are the prettiest in Europe. And I would say that they get prettier the further west you go. So, maybe my son will fight on the, you know, to defend the other place. But if you're talking mad shit about how, you know, you've never served and you want to fucking, didn't, shut up. How about that? Go, you know, like they're probably going to send our kids to Poland to go protect our friends and and to you know whoever requests that's actually in NATO. Anyway, I, I'm sorry, I don't normally talk about stuff like that, but I just I see so many people locally, like you know, let's do this. Stop, stop. Uh, I saw pics of Johnny Brew's studio. I think I was looking for a picture of him to uh, use in that promo in case in case Johnny ever wants to did, in case nobody caught that. Let me see. In case Johnny ever wants to bring his shtick over to uh, this show and and join, join, uh, I guess the dark side, you know. I mean, uh, Jesse hates me, Ian hates me. I suppose Johnny Brew hates me. But if he ever, if Johnny Brew ever decides to switch sides, I made this for him for when he for when he brings on one of his candidates from his show onto my show. <laughs> Johnny Sloppy Seconds, 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 Johnny Sloppy Seconds. Anyway, it goes on and on like that, but uh, you catch it at the beginning of the show. Uh, and, and, st- I, and I got upset because uh, here's what happened. I did a little promo for the show where... <laughs> Uh, I, I I assume that this is going to get fixed, but I was looking to fix this. I found someone who can make an impact. No armrests, because we don't rest our arms. Are you ready? So I was looking forward to possibly uh, uh, Marnie from the Patriot Impact, 
by the way, if you buy anything there, you get a discount if you use the uh, promo code Dave. But if you go to the PatriotImpact.com, <clears throat> you'll see that I was looking for. Uh, uh, oh, I'll grab you a batch of four. I'll pick somebody out. How about that? Uh, eh? I'll grab you a batch of four. Uh, yeah, how about throw somebody out? Johnny Bro hates Joe Rogan. But anyway, uh, and got the sweet spot right next to him. Uh, I was looking for stuff on the website to add in in case Marnie called in so I'd have a new promo with, I'd find a new song and everything. Uh, and then I noticed that that list they have a list of all the, all the people that they support or promote or whatever and PA not in there, so... I was like, oh man, that's, that's harsh. So yeah, I didn't, I, I just made, that's when I made the Johnny Brew thing. I was like, oh, okay. I kind of, uh, I've, I've had it on Fiverr and stuff, you know, so I didn't really make it. But, uh, yep. If, if you ever want to do a segment on the show, give me a heads up. I'll make a, I'll make a sweet little promo like that for me, you know, and, and like, uh, paalive.us and you know give me like a couple days notice hey I want to talk about you know the same candidate that I already had on my show oh okay no problem or um, hey I want to have you on my show and then never play it two times now two shows that I've done just gone I don't know (laughs) that's why people don't call in here because it won't disappear, even if it sucks. It's going up. PAALive.us. Even if it sucks, it's going up. All right, got some more shit in here. Platform committee success and county convention March 19th. Oh, see, so Jesse does talk to me. I got an email, like, on Thursday. But, yeah, I, I uh, see. If uh, I guess since I took a shit on his friend Ian and, uh, uh, oh, if you were at the Veterans and Politics dinner and you enjoyed it and you weren't just there because you are a, are campaigning, go fuck yourself. So if you're a candidate, you had to go, right? Because, I mean, I don't know why. When I first met Steve Sanson, he said he got first got involved in 07, I think, or something. I've heard that. But anyway, I met him in 07. And uh, he seemed kind of... Um, uh, Creepy? Creepy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, and the some of the people, the ladies that I was around were like, I don't like that guy. So, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. And, and he just always kind of struck me as a as a douchebag. And then, you know, he he went after me for wearing a Wheaties shirt on his uh, candidate interview, even though I was the only veteran on there as Veterans of Politics Lieutenant Governor interview. He, he just he just went in on me. Like other people had to apologize for him. But now he has this thing every two years, his Valentine's dinner. And uh the M- MC was that uh Steve Shapiro guy or uh I think it's Steve Shapiro guy from he's got a radio show or something. He was the MC. He was whatever. Um not a veteran. Let's see. Oh, the comedian. I just skipped through it. Uh, here, I was going to pull this up. What time is it? Yeah, let me pull this up because this was hilariously unhilarious. Let's see. 
Oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. Can't listen to that. Rod Stewart to get us pulled. It's weird because, like, um, everybody puts licensed music, whether they're paying for it or not, in their shit, and I don't understand how it works because I just hate all the... Um, I hate all the... You know, oh, you get dinged for, for putting that stuff up. All right, so... They had a whole thing. You got to be careful on this too, because this fool, he uses uh, no, copyrighted music too. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah, there's like a best so of compilation. Oh, there's one. There's one. Can't have cameras, and I feel like I'm yeah. using them. I mean, we have to be the ball. When we oh, were yeah, I know that guy. Be the ball. Jesse, there's Michelle. That one there, young lady. There's this one guy that was talking about like being on. Oh shit! What happened? No, what happened? Stop! You got to be kidding me. I muted it. Because, see, I don't want to get dinged. You know what I mean? But anyway. What is going on with the ads, bro? This is stupid. I hate you, YouTube. You are not my, uh... You're not my go-to. All right. Where was Lady I just... We kidnapped him from the Nevada County Republican Party. Yeah, I made a little compilation of all their... Can right, I bring much. it over? Good job. Good job. All right, you may be seated. We're not going to make you stand up all night, don't worry. Coming up next, Ben Miller. Coming up next. No, I'm kidding. He's not, you know, it's all goofy like that. Oh, no, 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 please, 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 stop, 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 make it stop, make it stop, talk, talk over it, talk, oh, crap, I gotta find the volume, no, no, oh, shit, I hope I was loud enough over that. This is Steve Sansa, Jim Jones with Veterans in Politics, this is Steve Sansa, Jim Jones with Veterans in Politics, Bill is a United States Air Force veteran, Jesse Law, he's a candidate for the Clark County Republican Party Chairman, Steve Wilson, he's the Clark County District Attorney, Michelle Fury, a former Nevada assembly woman and she's a candidate for nevada's gubernatorial race brian shapiro he's the host of vegas take oh brian shapiro There's mac miller mike rowe alan bigelow tony grady alan Littman, Mayor they do have all the candidates Bossert, johnny brew is in i was a criminal, the criminal hot pursuit this guy listen and the first time i had got arrested when i was 15 and then 16 his name's jt oh, or something like that so, so this is sound like a steve jonas and and uh, Jim Jonas finally found out that there's two, but now there's three because Marcus Jonas is the one who put this compilation together. Vim Miller is a documentary filmmaker. I'm the mother of two beautiful young ladies that are married with children. Who... Saw them beautiful family. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. They all got their AKs. Yeah, they all got their AKs. <laughs> I don't like Sisolak. When we needed him the most, he failed us. I'm pissed off. Those guys, that interview was... <laughs> oh, my God. Girls. Yeah. Corona. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mayor Lippman drove all the way from Mesquite, which was a two-hour drive or something like that. No. Hour and 15 minutes. Hour and 15 minutes because he speed and NHP didn't catch him. <laughs> and uh, he has total control of the Mesquite police, so they didn't give him a ticket either. <laughs> <laughs> Worked for the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department for a little over 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, retired. Okay. Anyway. In 2008. Uh, was comfortable. Yeah, they went after a bunch it. of lawyers. And so. The, the, Clark yeah. County District Attorney. Thank you. You made me see it. We're all here because of you. So thank you so much. Good times. 
Uh, oh, that was the veterans. To, uh, announce some of the uh, elected officials and candidates. Whole bunch of candidates there. All good. Pretty this guy was speaker guy. And then. Um, oh, he has to slouch over uh, the thing. David Jockman, he's the chaplain. Okay. Oh, he must have brought the um, ROTC kids. And he got to give out a speech. Keep going. Oh, yeah, this guy. Watch this. Are you guys ready to laugh? Scott Bichette. I'm not familiar, but not much of a comedy nerd. Well, hey, everybody. How are we doing, guys? Scott Bichette. First, give it up for Steve and for Dr. Let me, uh, let me real quick. I could say if I deal with these guys for a month, I could do a whole 15 minute set just making fun of Steve and Dr. Meadow, but I won't say that, no. He sounds like he's trying to be Rodney Dangerfield. And uh, I want to tell you sincerely, after 20 years in Congress, comedy? It's nice to be around 20 years in comedy? With such a strong work ethic. At Senate Comedian. 20 years DC, the Senate Comedian is dedicated to the destruction of political correctness. I wouldn't know. When I worked in the Senate, my bosses would get on me about cutting it close. Aren't you cutting it close with punctuality? Aren't you cutting it little close there, Scotty? And I would uh, be subordinate in front of our coworkers. Later on in the day, I'd go up to them in private and make sure no one was around. And I would say, guys, I was almost two minutes early. You're welcome. But what do you want from me? Was it, oh my God, he's so laughing at his own shit. Now, oh. I must say another reason it's exciting Senate Sergeant at Arms. Is because it's still warm in the wintertime. It's he was, still warm here in Las Vegas. He was... Now, you might think it's cold, but I'll tell you what. You don't know cold until oh. you are stuck in the basement of the Capitol on a cold winter morning, huddled around CNN reporters for warmth. He was the Sergeant at Arms. No, it's true. Say how it's true, you can't say amen. Can Stevie Wonder can see that. Oh, did he think he was funny? Like, did he do this stuff then? You'd have better luck trying to find a buffet in North Korea. Oh, my God. And I want to know as a fat person, I can sniff out buffets like Chris Christie at the Golden Corral. It comes very natural to the fat people. What? Did he just do like a gay lisp as he said that comes very naturally to us fat people? I had relationships that lasted longer than that. I could last 15 minutes. Working in the Senate, you meet everybody, and uh, you end up meeting a lot of interesting people. I won't give you a list of all my ex-girlfriends, but uh, it's not limited to, but including um, a daughter of the president's former senior foreign policy advisor, uh, Paul McCartney's immediate family, self-made Russian millionaire, and I don't know what they saw in me, but the funny part is, I remember one particular woman who was so beautiful, and I had to break up with her. And I literally had senators, half the Washington press before my Senate bosses, coming up to me, Scotty, I'm so sorry she broke up with you. I heard, I heard about the breakup, I'm really sorry. And I had broken up with her, but my grandmother raised me, never hearing a dirty wondering, ever. So I was like, I'm not going to say anything specific, but how bad does it have to be 
with estrogen chemical treachery and instability. If I'm this fat and I had to break up with someone that hot, I hope everything had to give, okay? What? So let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> I literally, from the day when I stood up to Jesse Jackson, yeah, this is way better than just telling you that this comedian was shit. You paid for this. If you went to this fucking thing, three events with an open bar, like two hundred fifty bucks a person. Like each event was a couple hours, and it's an open bar, and that's what we would call Tuesday. We make the cannabis look like Mormons in absence of temperance convention. So I want you to know, in all seriousness. I've made quite a sacrifice for you guys tonight. Being largely my life is my natural state. I have been in this town now for almost 48 hours, and I have not had one drink, one smoke, no gambling, no women, no partying. That way, my fat face could be shiny, and I could be my very best to perform. So that's my idea of sacrifice. 48 hours, no drinking, no women, no partying. So as soon as I finish this set, we're going to light them up like it's spring break with the Kennedys. Like it's spring break, but no, no chance of quitting, okay? Nobody's driving, nobody's driving. Oh, this guy got coked up and then just hit the bar. Oh, okay. So if you pay 250 to go to this and you watch this, uh, this fucking dude like try and kill himself off a of blow and alcohol, then maybe it was worth the 250. Oh my god, you know that sergeant at arms guy that was in the Congress that, that thinks he's a comedian? No, I've never heard of him. Well, anyway. I was at this thing, this veterans and politics thing, and he looked fine, I guess, ish. Uh, and then when he got done with his set, like he ran off to the bathroom for five minutes, and then he came back out and just started pounding shots. And then he fucking died. <laughs> Worth the two hundred and fifty bucks. The best lesson I ever learned 20 years and seven. At the end of the day, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference how much you think you know, or how good looking you are, or in my case, even how fat you are. People will always respect you for who you know. That's right, who you know. Who matters. And those of us that get have a happy life, and those of us that don't, it's not really a fun existence. Speaking of who you know, I was going to tell you my Dave Chappelle story, but I thought there's nothing worse than a fast self-absorbed stand-up comedian who stands here name-dropping people right now. I can't stand it when people do that. So I'm not going to tell you my Dave Chappelle story. No. Out of respect for the former Democratic leader, since we are in Las Vegas, I'm going to do a little tribute to Harry Reid. Uh, very classy, respectful tribute, true story. I was stationed outside. I know everyone doesn't love him, especially Ben Romney, but I gotta say, personally, he was very kind to me. And I'm loyal of nothing else. The late senator was very kind to me. So I'm gonna tell you this brief little story. It was another boring day in the Capitol. I'm stuck there, sitting outside the Senator Reed's leadership office, right outside the Democratic Club room, three feet off the Senate floor. And Senator Reed was usually very mild, very calm, very mild-mannered person. And so I noticed he seemed quite agitated one afternoon, and Chuck Schumer was with him, our current Senate Democratic leader, and he kind of got... Has this guy written this story down to refine it? 
Chuck. It sounds like shit. I don't want to hear about Amy Schumer. Damn it, Chuck. I'm serious. I don't want to hear another damn word about Amy Schumer. And as he walks out, I'm just sitting there on my Amy Schumer? Like a government worker. You know? That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting there on my bones. And Senator Reed, you can't say my bones. Senator Reed looks up to me. He admitted it. Oh my God, he admitted it. Senator Reed looks up to me. And he points to me and he says, Chuck, we have our own comedian right here. This is Scott. See, we have our own comedian. This is the Senate comedian. And Senator Reed points to me with more life and animation than I've ever seen. And he says, Scott, get off your ass. Get up and make us laugh right now, Scott. Get up and make us laugh. I'm a government worker. It's hard enough for me to get off my ass, okay? So I get up. And I look at Senator Reed. I tell you. Who's quite insistent that I have to say something funny. And Schumer looks about as pissed off as words can describe. This is not a happy moment for Senator Schumer. So if I'm funny, then Schumer's going to hate me. And if I'm not funny, then I'm an even bigger plus. And I'm lucky if I still have a job, so... No. I look at Senator Schumer, I look at Senator Reed. They keep you around because you're a putz. honest authenticity. I lean into them with confidence spontaneously, and I say, Gentlemen, you must appreciate my position, gentlemen. I'm a fat person. I cannot miss a meal. And I have an 800 credit rating. Now, if I can't miss a meal, and I can't miss a mortgage payment, and I'm dedicated to destroying the political correctness that both of you gentlemen had a hand in creating this cancer and the culture in the first place. Both of you gentlemen had a hand in creating political correctness, and I'm pledged to destroy it. If you want me to be funny, how am I supposed to do that, gentlemen? You tell me. And I swear to God, Harry Reid looks right at me, and he goes, okay, you got one more chance. You got one more chance to be funny. Now say something funny. And he said it with intensity, like Jack Nicholson, you need me on that wall. Harry Reid points to me. I'll say something funny. Be funny right now. And I paused. And I thought, well, I better think of something. And I pulled this thought off the top of my head. I looked at Senator Reed with a grin. By the way, I should point out, Senator Reed's there. He's the current Democratic leader at the time. Senator Schumer, the Secret Service agent. Dude, he derailed his own story. The deputy chief said, it was like everybody was watching. So not that there was any pressure involved. But I look at Senator Reed with a grin, and I say, well, sir, I'll tell you the truth. Just last week, I got a call from a friend of mine who's a special agent of the FBI. And he said to me, Scott, we've had reports about your obesity situation. We've had reports that you're getting even fatter. And I said, sir, I respect your professionalism, and I respect your authority. But how is it any damn business of the FBI? How is it any damn business how fat I get or not? And the FBI agent said to me, because if your fat ass lose 10 more pounds, we're going to put your fat ass on the fitness protection program. Boom. And Schumer looks at me like he was pissed off because I was funny, and Harry Reid looks at me with a grin, which was a lot of life. You know, he wasn't always so charismatic, but he looks at me with a grin. And two minutes later, I'll never forget, Senator Reid's deputy chief of staff, I hope he sees this, I love this man, Bill Douster. Bill Douster, Senator Harry Reid's deputy chief of staff, he comes up to me, he shakes my hand, he gives me his card, and he says, you done good, Scotty. The boss was pleased. You done good. So, that's my little Harry Reid story. A tribute to the Democratic leader. The gentleman, the senator from Searchlight. Rest in peace, Senator Harry Reid. Like I said, if this guy got coked up. He drank himself to death. But speaking of who you know, sometimes it doesn't matter who you know. It's what you know. And what I know is right now, George Orwell said the first duty of a responsible man. Right now, George Orwell's this guy sucks. Oh my god. 
And then, um, this was cute. Later, do we, I don't want to finish this guy, do we? No, fuck this guy. Awful. Awful. All right, let's move on here. It was a... Jim Jonas, like, speaking. Jim, all right, Jim Jonas, for those of you that don't know. Hang on. I don't know who this fucking dude is. So, uh, I first met Jim in 07. Um, he was Shapiro and this comedian. Was it a Democratic Party? No, they're nonpartisan. Veterans in politics is nonpartisan. Uh, um, I met. Jim Jonas, I think he was running for assembly when I was running for Congress in 08. That wasn't, you know, my my shiniest moment. But Jim was running down ballot, and he's run for a few things, I think. But he was with, um, oh shit, what's it called? Uh, ah, Christ. Toastmasters. Just go to Toastmasters all the time with Dave Gibbs. And, uh, I mean, oh yeah, should be, yeah, let's see. So this whole meeting was so that these dudes could like blow each other, just give each other handies and blowies and everything. So Jim is nervous because he's about to present an award to his hero, Steve Sanson, which is amazing. So if you're nervous before a speech, what's the what's the last thing you should say? Especially if you've been to Toastmasters and you know what you're doing. Not many things uh, made me nervous because of the reason why I'm up here. I am a little nervous. First off, I just want to thank everybody very much for coming out. It really means a lot to all of us here at Veterans of Politics. I want to um, give special recognition, of course, to all of our veterans that are here this evening and those that cannot be. Oh, you're welcome. Doing a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I couldn't be there. There's one in particular I, I want to recognize. It's $250, man. He's a friend, he's a business partner. This individual has taught me to be fearless in the pursuit of excellence in everything I do in my life. And he has changed my life. Oh no, he's and gonna cry, don't cry. Dude, let me tell you how jealous I am. So without further ado, I'll make it short because I'm already living in poverty. I'm about so to go have another martini, is that what he said? present the Tip of the Spear Award to Mr. Steve Sanson, President of Veterans of Politics, for his years of dedication, not only to his country, but also his community. Mr. Sanson, I know you're kind of shy, but come on up here. Let's go, dude. Let's go. You, you schmucks went to the uh, Veterans in Politics Awards dinner, Valentine's Day, biannual dinner, whatever, periannual, what the fuck ever means, every two years. 
on the evens. And and you got to watch like I want somebody to give me an award, dude. I'm so jealous, bro, because he has uh Steve has Jim Jonas, who he's known probably as long as I've known about the two of them. They've probably known each other that long. I think that's when they first ran in, into each other. And then Jim brought in his brother, who is a veteran, who's an Air Force veteran, so, you know, veteran, you know, whatever. Uh, but uh, Steve Jonas, right? And then there's a fucking dude, they, they introduce Marcus Jonas. He's the guy that runs the camera and says, you know, like... Uh, look at Mark over there and he'll, you know, and he's a Jonas. He's got to be. Um, what did I do with that video? Did I, ah, uh, shit. Let me find it. There's a, uh, yeah, it's in the files. So it's cute. Just, I mean, you go watch it now. PA, I, I, not fucking, yeah, if you want to talk about it, PA live.us. But if you want to go uh, watch Steve accept an award from himself, the tip of the spear award, that's hot, dude. And he's got three Jonas Brothers helping him. Like, I'm so fucking jelly. Yeah, how many, there might be another Jonas Brother that's in there, too. Uh, oh, and then Jim, apparently now... Let me see if I can find this, because it, it, it dovetails into this. Why did I fucking close it? Yeah, I can look for, like, recent shit. Damn it all. This little clip I took on my phone. And I don't want to not play it because... Here we go. Well, fuck it. I'll do it right now. I'll send it on my phone right now. I mean, shit, dude. I thought I already did it. It's that important. Because they... Yeah, I gotta put, I gotta put fucking these these dudes on blast because they won't have me on the show. They said I'm not good enough. I tried to get old uh, Steve Sanson to have me on, and he was like, "For what? What are you gonna talk about?" I don't know, Steve. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about all the things, all the good things that could be, whatever. All right, should be in there now. Am I wrong? Is It's not a fucking image, is it? Oh, it's uploading now. Okay, it's done. There it is. All right. Please tell me that it's not fucking rotated and I have to okay good any... alright so they had uh, they had a dude on who's running for North Las Vegas City Council Ward 4 and uh, yeah hang on he he's he's a violent felon he is convicted of, I think it's a conspiracy to commit robbery, a Class B felony, which is considered a violent felon. And uh, it was cute to watch 
Jim talk about, you know, it's good that he's doing that because it's a second chance for him. How about this, guys? No. You want to help a candidate, make phone calls. Um, you can't, your travel is restricted. Your ability to do certain things is restricted. And it could hinder you in your ability to serve. Um, Steve Sanson mentioned that city council as a collective, as a unit, uh, you know, even though I always say, I, I say Steve's fucking idiot he does know about the fucking courts right so he says well it's your job to appoint somebody to replace judges until they can you know have a, a an election and he's like oh i didn't know that and steve's like uh-oh but uh yeah this dude is a uh, by definition considered a violent felon running for nevada or for for north las vegas city council with okay it's a free country uh it's not a great decision because if I was the only person running against you, I would just, yep, yeah, put you, like, pictures of you behind bars. It's not a, it's not a nice game, you know? And, and if you leave, uh, you know, raw meat out like that, anybody that doesn't take advantage of it is an idiot. But this was, this was just one little thing. Yeah, I'm not going to play the interview for you. You can watch the interview. But this is the first time I heard uh, Marcus's voice, I think. And uh, this was fun. Church. So this prevents many, it's almost impossible to transition a home in North Las Vegas. So right now I, uh, we have established a signing committee to remove that language to get more transitional housing in uh, North Las Vegas. But um, I know the things are, you know, they're complex and uh, you have to stay within. Hey guys, the, the live stream just paused, sorry. Okay. Do you remember where you left off? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try to restart it. It just paused. That's a perfect answer, by the way. Okay. Fucking okay. Facebook. I know. They're driving me nuts. We're probably live right now. No. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it does do that. <laughs> okay. We're Good. But yeah, that's why I was uh, saying, even though that's not the traditional role as a councilman, I do want to spearhead. You know, my position on council is to. Yeah, it's not traditional to elect felons to a city council. I got I got to I'm sorry. <laughs> I just noticed this like third or fourth time. You got to go watch it. You got to listen to this dude. Just, just not um, a lot of grammar errors when he speaks, and um, and he's a former felon. So you know, good luck to you, and I wish you the best. And thanks for turning your life around. He mentions he's an entrepreneur about 28 times, which is. But I'm glad you're not in the side. I'm glad you're outside. Stay out. Uh, you're much more productive and necessary out here, and I appreciate you being out here, but don't run for office. <laughs> uh, i got to go back here a second. I, I heard something that sounded like Stone Cold Steve Austin when, when Marcus Jonas goes, you know, Hey, guys, the stream cut out. Like, the some bitch cut out. Listen complex and uh, you have to stay within hey guys the the live stream just paused sorry what okay do you remember where you left off what yeah okay we're gonna try to restart it it just paused so that's a perfect answer by the way okay fucking okay. facebook <laughs> he's got facebook right above his head too probably live right stupid now. steve no, yeah right sometimes it doesn't do that <laughs> yeah right okay. what okay. but yeah that's why i was uh, saying even though that's yeah Go watch that. Go watch that. Whatever. 
Uh, so yeah, won't have me on to promote the show. If I do do your show, if I do do your show, you will probably not play the episode uh, because that's how it goes. If you are uh, so, and the only person who's ever played an episode with me was Johnny Brew. Uh, he's the only person that got the stones. And the only person's got the stones to uh, consistently hit up paalive.us. So uh, thanks for that. If you want to get on the show and promote some sort of Clark County event or some sort of campaign, paalive.us. When you're ready to burn that motherfucker down, too, come time to file or when you lose in the primary, paalive.us. If you're pissed off because they don't put you in some debates or some shit, we had Eddie call in last week. Uh, or two years, yeah, last week. Maybe don't, maybe don't hit up paalive.us or do. I mean, if if Barack Zilberberg wanted to call in or or Eddie Gilbert, uh, that would be a fucking hoot. Marnie from the Patriot Impact. Uh, we could we could lobby to get Johnny Brew kicked off of their website and and here where I had it. Did I have it up? Did I have it up? I do. Here, here's where. If you look at it, they want them in rows of four, right? So let's let's just put it right there. So Joe Rogan, Johnny Brew, Dan Bongino, and Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. So how about we get rid of Tom Rents? Put me there between Glenn Beck and Joe Rogan. And then you get three other people, and Tom Rents Esquire can go to the bottom with uh, with Ben Shapiro, which is fine. But I want to be here. I want to be where Tom Rents is. PAA Podcast. And I did notice on some of these, yeah, fucking Joey Gilbert's on there. I noticed instead of website, where is it? On some of them it just says website. And, uh, oh yeah, here, this guy is saying, his button says Patriot Places. So yeah, this one, this one should say PAA Podcast. And then just that picture that I sent, not this guy. Sorry, Tom. Or you can move Tom somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? If you need to rotate somebody else out, <clears throat> rotate me in until you can get another three. But yeah, this is this is me between Glenn Beck and Joe Rogan. Nothing else will do. So that's, uh, yep. That's how you fix it. Ooh. That's, uh, what's up? So, yeah, felons running for city council won't have me on, though. That's cool. Veterans in politics. I'm a veteran in politics. Known you guys since 07. We go way back. If Michelle Mortensen would put out the interview and the segments that I did, you'd see that I can go on without cursing. Is that it? I'm out? Holy cow. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know, for some reason I wrote, maybe that's the joke, maybe I don't get it. All right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I watched the, the, the Ian Bain show this week. Ian acted like a fucking psycho, I guess his mother passed away. Sorry about that, but, yeah, he's, he's lashing out at his friends, setting them up, you know, not giving them production notes ahead of time, and then going, who submitted the bills to do this thing? And then if Johnny Brew gets caught on his phone, then he yells at Johnny Brew. Johnny's like, I'm trying to text. I'm trying to text with the assembly, assembly woman, Annie Black. 
Why, did she submit a bill? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's cool, ambushing your co-hosts. I would never ambush you. You can go watch my other interviews. Uh, Katie Williams has been on. Even Carrie Buck's been on. Uh, Jesse was on a couple of times. One time, Katie Williams talked too much, and Jesse didn't get to talk, and he got mad. And then, uh, yeah, um, Roasted roaster, and um, so I still roast. So I still roast. I'm just that way. I'm that guy. So I still roast. Um, I roast probably every other week, and uh, I roast a pretty significant amount. Anyways, later.